Hi, everyone. If you're new here, welcome to the Married to Football podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Campisi. Happy Friday, everyone. We're back. Eric and Dale are here with me again. We're going to be doing our week eight ballers busts and some honorable mentions, too. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Married to Football podcast, the super fan take football today. My baller from this week is one of my favorite players in the league. They call him the chef because obviously he was cooking against the Packers. Delvin Cook was amazing. He had four touchdowns on the day. He had 163 yards rushing, and he had another 63 yards receiving. I mean, he had himself a day. I love Delvin Cook. I love what he stands for. I love his charity that he has. So that's why he's my baller. What do you guys think? Didn't he have a great day? Yeah. He was uh, he was yes. excellent. I love him. 226 total yards, four touchdowns total, Amazing. and they got that win over the Packers. Don't you feel like the even though the record doesn't indicate it that the Vikings are probably the second best team in that division? Yeah, even we, at two and five. Ab- absolutely. Yeah, we've talked about this. Me and Dale agreed that like they are still so good. They're underrated. It's, yeah, and I. They, I didn't agree with you guys at first, but like after seeing the Cook go off and seeing how they handled the Packers, like it's a damn shame they didn't get their act together earlier in the year. But we'll see how the. I mean, they're. I feel like they're too far behind now with all the good teams in the NFC. But uh, I mean, they might be able to make it close. But they're just still the NFC is so top heavy right now. You have all these teams. Yeah. You know, especially out in the West or whatever. Like it, it's gonna be difficult. But if, if, if Minnesota. You know, could have won a few games earlier on. You know, they could make it interesting. Yeah, they're they're definitely much better than their record would indicate. They've had they had a couple of tough losses where I mean they they were very competitive but fell short, and that you know that's on them. Yeah, I'm actually so mad I didn't take him in fantasy because I had him last year in fantasy and I wanted to take him again this year, but you know I had Christian McCaffrey just dangling in front of me. And I took him, and now I'm like, oh, man, I should have just taken Delvin Cook. Well, no, I mean, it, you know, based on everything everyone would have known at the time, you didn't make the wrong decision. I mean, you, you can't be expected to know that the McCaffrey is going to get hurt and miss, what has it been, seven games that he's missed? Six, if he plays, I so, think, this game. Six. Yeah, if he plays this yeah. week. I'm hoping he plays this week. If he doesn't, I will be so disappointed. Dale, who's your baller? I went with Pat Mahomes. Um, the competition he was going against might not have been that great, but he was 31 of 42, 416 yards, and five touchdowns. Uh, hard to be much better than what he was. So yeah. he was my baller of the week. Yeah, he had a huge game. I mean, it was against the Jets, so I mean, I expected him to play that well, but I mean, he literally looked amazing. Eric, who is your baller? My baller of the week is uh, the man, the the guy I am uh, promoting for MVP, the quarterback of my fantasy team, and the guy I just can't not start. Little Russell Wilson, 
Uh, just your run of the mill all day for Russell Wilson. 27 or 37 with 261 yards and four touchdown passes in a win over the injury-riddled San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson's, like, good every week, I feel like. He's amazing. He's, uh, you know, and he's doing it without a strong running game, without a great defense. I mean, Seattle's defense is not good. No. And their their running game, they've, they've been decimated by injuries. And he is, I know he's got DK Metcalf. He's, wow, he's such a stud. Amazing. And, uh, Amazing. DK Metcalf, if one of you guys would have picked uh, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf would have been my, my backup pick. Uh, also, a good game. But it's hard to tell. Is DK Metcalf that good, or is Russell Wilson just making him look that He is that good. It's, it's tough. To, it's, tough to, it's tough to say, really. Like, but Russ is, Russ is just on another level, like, even when a player looks broken, he can make something happen. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't use his height as an excuse. Um, yeah, just, you know, and then it was funny. If he only had 251 yards, but he still just, you know, he wills his team to a win and he, uh, knows how to get the ball in the end zone. Yep. So Russ is always, uh, starting for me. He's my baller. Yes, I agree with that. All right. Some busts. Some people didn't have great weeks. Sad. But, guys, don't be mad. My bust is Baker. I just don't know how you go from playing so amazing last week, so amazing, having five touchdowns, and then just a dud. He had 122 passing yards. That is it. No touchdowns. Just awful. Like, I don't know if that's life without OBJ and Nick Chubb. I don't know. I don't know if it was just a weird game for him, but I just don't know how you can go from that performance a week ago to that I'm, performance. I'm guessing you I'm guessing you didn't watch the game. I mean, I <laughs> kind of watched the game, but I was really focused on the Steelers. Uh, there was a heavy if, if you look at Carr's numbers too, like there was really no passing going on. Like, like there was a heavy heavy crosswind going on at first energy field. Yeah, it was windy. Um, I knew between, it was windy. And if you look at how many drops the Browns receivers and tight ends had, uh, Baker was Baker was pinpointing guys in the hands, in the chest, and they were just dropping them. So do you think uh, this numbers, is, like, maybe going to be a struggle going forward if they're dropping the balls? Is this going to be a problem for... I think I think the Browns were looking ahead to the bye week, and I also think they they were just assumed that points were going to come easy. But uh, without Nick Chubb and uh, without Austin Hooper, without OBJ, and really, I think Wyatt Teller so far has been the biggest... Problem. We'll get into the Browns more later, but I, I just, the, I, I mean, I don't. I was gonna pick Baker Mayfield too because I was disappointed. But when I really thought about it, like, but just like I don't know, there were some key plays. Like, uh, Ryan I think I just get disappointed in, the, in him because I know his potential. I know how good Baker Mayfield can be. Like I've seen it, and I feel like sometimes we see these weeks where it's like he has these amazing performances, and then it's like. Meh. Like, I just don't get it. And he does it a lot. Like, I think this, like, I know they have a bye, but then I feel like after the bye, who do they play after the bye? The Houston Texans. Watch. He'll have, like, a four or five touchdown, like, three or 400-yard performance. That's what's going to happen. That's I feel like that's, like, typical maker. Well, I, I think you have to factor in, like Eric said, the weather. Um, that was huge. Um and Carr wasn't really able to do much either. 
Um, but the other thing, you know, it's easy to go from a five touchdown performance to what he did last week when you go against the Bengals one week and the Raiders the next. Um, not that the Raiders are the best defense in the league, but they're a significant couple of steps up from what you get in playing Cincinnati. Um, and you know, if it, if it said, I think it kind of says it all, you know, how, um, you know, that I've been critical of Baker in the past. I didn't really have any problem with, with his play necessarily this past weekend. I, I didn't, I don't, I don't hold him to be the responsible party for the reason why they lost. Okay. Fair enough. I will give Baker a slide this week then. I just was like so disappointed they lost. I thought that was a winnable game. But I guess the weather probably did play a factor because the wind, the wind was crazy up there. All right. So, Dale, who is your bust? Uh, I went with the entire New York Jets offense. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so bad. Because they, it, it stood out so much that I, I, couldn't, I couldn't go with an individual player anywhere uh, else in the league or even just to limit it to Sam Darnold. But they had 133 yards passing and 93 rushing on 25 carries. Um, so 221 total yards. Um, now, granted, you play against the Chiefs, um, and you're going to get behind, you can easily get behind early, and that makes your offense one-dimensional. But still, that's just terrible. So terrible. Uh, I, I don't know what is going on in New York, uh, but at this point, uh, that whole city is allergic to football. Yeah. It's it's so bad up there. I, I honestly, like, feel like they need to, like, trade away their whole team and just start over because it's just not – I feel bad for the players because, you know, there's good players there. They're just losing. Hey, you know, I, I will say this. Uh, the New York Giants probably should have beat the Buccaneers. Yes, um, that yes. Was, that was past interference at the end of the game. That yes. game should have went least – they should have at least got another shot at two point conversion. Um, they they play a spirited game. Um, I don't know. They're not to get too far down that rabbit hole. No, but, uh, I agree. I totally. I think if the New York Giants had Saquon Barkley, I think they'd be a lot better than the Jets, and I think they'd be a little more competitive in that division. Mm-hmm. It really bothers me that somebody in that division is going to get a home playoff. Game. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. bad. But you know what? Maybe the Eagles will have like a team by then because they still have a lot of injured players. You know, they have a lot of people still on IR, so they, maybe they'll have a solid team by then. Are you gonna give me your bust? Who's your bust? Uh, bust my my uh, my baller came from my own personal team, and my bust is also coming from my own personal team. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. 11 rushes for 22 yards, two targets, two receptions for nine receiving yards. 31 yards from scrimmage on uh, 13 touches for Mr. Jonathan Taylor, who I thought coming out of Wisconsin would be the best rookie running back in the NFL. And had a decent, not great, but decent year so far, but he's kind of been trending down. He only garnered me 4.1 points in our Mm. PPR league. 
Any anyway, John Taylor, uh, his team did win forty-one to twenty-one. So yeah. he, his team didn't really need him that much. I needed him. I lost to Dale pretty handily in my fantasy league with Kenny <laughs> Galladay netting me zero points, but I guess he got hurt. He got hurt. Um, Jonathan Ta- Jonathan Taylor did nothing. Green uh, from the Jets, I couldn't expect. Uh, Anything out of a Jets running back, I don't know why yeah. I tried, but Dale already covered the Jets in their offense. <laughs> and I wanted to give an honorable mention bust to Mr. Harrison Bryant after I salivated over him and thought, here it is, here's his chance to shine. I really think he's going to be a great tight end in the league. I picked him up, and he managed to uh, catch all three of his targets. He only did 25 yards, and then he fumbled over the team <laughs> in the game for the Browns, uh, basically. Yeah, Mr. Bryant doesn't fumble that ball. It's, it's a whole new ball game. But uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mr. Bryant's player. So. I'm sorry. My my bust, my honorable bust. Your honorable right bust. Thanks no. a lot. I'm sorry. Um. All right. Some honorable mentions. Some people that still had great games. They just weren't the ballers for the week. Mine is for the Steelers' defense. Four sacks, four turnovers from Lamar Jackson. Great game. The defense played exceptionally well. And as soon as I saw that pick six, I knew the game was over. I knew it. Like, I had that feeling. What would you guys think? I think we'll get to that later. (laughs) Ooh. Get to that later. All right. Then you give me your honorable mention, Dale. I went with the guy who's uh, on the receiving end of uh, Eric's MVP's throws. Um, so I, I have DK Metcalf, um, 12 catches, 161 yards, two touchdowns. Um, whether it's uh, whether he's making Russell look good or vice versa or a little bit of both, uh, doesn't matter. Whatever works, and it's working in Seattle. Yeah, it's working. Eric, give me your honorable. You already gave me your honorable bust. Well, Who's your honorable since, mention? Since, uh, Dale took mine. <laughs> I'm going to go with the guy who, who was in my starting lineup until uh, late into the week where I decided to switch him out for a Jets running back because I'm an idiot. Uh, Damian Harris of New England in a losing effort. Uh, pretty a good game for a New England running back. Uh, you don't see a lot of a points out of them these days, but... Uh, he had, a, he had a pretty good game as far as they're concerned. They lost to Buffalo. 15 attempts for 102 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's, he's just one of those guys where I'd play him, you know, if I didn't see these projections, these other guys, you know. Uh, I, I think I rely too much on projections. And, you know, you still really know what New England's going to do. Yeah, you don't. Um, they're, they're very hard to project in fantasy. They're, they're very hard to predict. Mm-hmm. Um Especially now, if they're not very good. Yeah, no. But uh, he's my he's my honorable mention, I guess. Okay. Well, that's a good one. He did have a good game. I mean, I just feel like with New England, like I would never. I actually avoid all New England players when I do drafts. I don't want any of their players. Not just because I don't like New England, because I. You never know who's going to get the ball. You never know who's going to be getting all the yards. It's just like I feel like they're like that team you can't really pinpoint. You could rely on getting points for years out of Brady to yeah. an extent, but beyond that, other than the other than Randy Moss, uh, it was very much a crapshoot because you would get big games out of 
you know, Edelman or Rex Burkhead or any number of other guys, and then they would disappear the following two weeks and then show up and have a giant game after, you know, that two-week gap. So Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they were always weird. Thanks, everyone, for taking the time out to listen. Next week, we'll be doing our Week 9 Ballers, Busts, and Honorable Mentions. So don't forget to like, share our podcast with your friends, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and follow us along at MTFB Podcast on Twitter. Have a great Friday night, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.